Back to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back on 93.7 The Ticket. Kenzie Knuckles here with Nicklin Hames talking trash. Welcome back. Okay, so today I posted our, our cool little graphic, you know. Mm-hmm. Looks like me and you are like getting into it. Mm-hmm. And I put, post any questions that you might have for us or any topics, anything you want us to discuss. A lot of the questions evolved or like, were about mental health Mm -hmm. um and i think that's really important um i know i really didn't ever talk about it or learn a lot about it till i got to college um so a lot of people kind of wanted to know how we handled the pressure the expectations and like taking care and making sure we're taking care of our well-being Mm -hmm. um i know you do a lot with brett haskell our sports psych i do too i mean shout out to brett she (laughs) she's the best um so if you kind of want to talk a little bit about that yeah for sure I think um, playing athletics your whole life a lot of it is your athleticism and you kind of rely on that a lot growing up and you don't really realize when you get into college how how different it is and how much there is a mental side of the game just as much as there is a physical side of the game and you kind of learn that right off the bat and it is something that's very hard to like wrap your head around and it's a growing process of trying to figure out how to separate yourself as a player versus a person and yeah it's just something that we put a lot of time into and um yeah just getting to know yourself figure out what works for you figure out I don't know what you need in order to kind of recharge outside of volleyball there's a lot of tactics that we kind of learn about and we go through in order to help us perform basically yeah I would say that the definitely the biggest thing I've learned over my four years is I think coming in, like, being a coach's kid, I was very, like, oh, I'm fine. Like, I'm just going to tough through it. Like, and then I would just break down physically as well. I would get really sick towards the end because I just think I wasn't – I wasn't taking any time for myself. I wasn't Mm -hmm. taking a self-care day. I wasn't doing things for myself. I was just so involved in volleyball, and and it was – volleyball was who I was. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't have a separate identity. Um, And so to be able to separate those – that is one thing I wish I had learned when I was younger yeah. is that just because you lose this game tonight, that doesn't mean like you're not a great volleyball player. You're not a great person. Right. Um, I think a lot of people struggle with that is separating that identity and, and not taking it upon them. Cause I think, especially at Nebraska, you know, there's a lot of expectations mm-hmm. and pressures and that's really easy to do, but I feel like we work a lot on that. And I, yeah. I think that's really cool. Absolutely. And I think it also stems from the fact that, when you grow up, you're good at your sport. Like you're here because you were the best of the best where you came from. So it's like your identity was volleyball, but you just didn't realize it because it was in a good, it was in a good light. And it was Kenzie Knuckles, Nicklin Hames, the good volleyball player. So you never, I mean, yeah, it was your identity, but at the same time, it was never to offense. It was never like the bad volleyball player. You know what I mean? So it's like, then when you get to a place where you're not the best of the best, you're starting from the ground up you have to figure out a way, a new way to get better and not just rely on your athleticism. Okay. Now you're going to, now you realize, okay, volleyball is up and down. Everyone's good. So it's like, yeah, you're gonna have good games. You're gonna have bad games and you're still relying on the fact that you're the volleyball player. So that's where people kind of including ourselves, where we get caught up in that situation. Yeah. hundred percent. Uh, a lot of it goes in. We talk about this at practice too with coach and, 
I know I've talked to Brett a lot about this, but a lot of people were asking, like, with self-talk, mm-hmm. um, that can be a downfall, especially in oh, the yeah. game, you know, you make one mistake and then it kind of becomes this tailspin of just a downward spiral. Um, how, did, how have you grown with your self-talk and how have you kind of developed a positive self-talk instead of a negative one? Yeah. I think a huge thing that I've learned is I'm a huge like projector of like how I feel. So for example, I mess up and I automatically, like my first like thought process is, oh, are my teammates mad at me? Are my coaches mad at me? Oh, now everyone thinks I'm a bad volleyball player. So it's like, I project how I feel about myself and I assume that others feel the same way. And then having to grow and realize that those thoughts are irrational and people are came to watch us play volleyball for entertainment like it's not like you know they knew I messed up that bad you know what I mean like we know that but they might not know that so it's like trying to like separate those little things of like okay this is rational this is irrational these are not good things to say to yourself because they don't even make sense and when you once you say I'm out loud you're like (laughs) okay yeah that doesn't make any sense at all like why would why would anybody know that so just I don't know just learning more about yourself and kind of saying things out loud that's like okay like that's yeah. that's not good i do that too because i'm a people pleaser so i'm always like oh they're definitely thinking that that yeah. was so bad yeah but they're probably not even thinking about that no they have no idea no but it's just yeah unless you do like an obvious like yeah then they're like nah I, that wasn't good or like that was no, really they're good definitely think i'm really bad right now right but then sometimes like they have no idea if that was good or bad like yeah. they have none okay so we just got a bunch of random questions mm. People want to know what the pregame ritual is. Mmm, Starbs. Starbies. And people also want to know what your go-to Starbucks order is. Ice chai with almond milk and an extra shot. But one day I got three extra shots. Nutritionist said it was not okay. I was literally, like, jittery on the court. And she had to sit me down and say, you're not allowed to do that anymore. So now I have to cut back to one extra shot. But ice chai all the way. Mmm. She did. She called me out in front of coach, and I was really upset about it. And she was like, "You were very jittery. You need to tone it down with the extra shots of caffeine." And I was like, "Okay, fine." Mine. Oh, this is tough for me because I go through phases. Mm. If you know me, you know I love coffee, and I go to Starbucks like three times a day, basically. Like sometimes I go three times a day. Well, yesterday I went, and I got I just got a small coffee. You know, mm-hmm. I usually get the venti. The but huge ones and then drink half I don't even drink it. Yep. So I get the small. And the guy in the window, he's like, hey, like, how are you? And I'm like, oh, I'm good. You know, it's the regular guy. We always have a yeah. conversation. He yeah. goes, you're just getting the small one today? And I was like, yeah, you know, I just need the small one. He goes, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> like, I just, I didn't, I'm not really in the mood for coffee today. Like, I just wanted a small one. But That is so funny. <laughs> and when I dyed my hair pink, the same guy, like, I would go, like, twice a day because we have beach. So in the morning, I'd go get my coffee. I had macroeconomics at 8.30. So I'd get my coffee before. And then uh-huh. i go back before beach, and i get an, either another coffee or tea. And I had pink hair at that point, like, like pink, pink hair. And he would, every time he saw me, he'd be like, every time I see you, your hair just throws me for a whirl. (laughs) Like that's how, you know, I go to Starbucks too much when he, when he recognizes that. Yeah. Yeah. But mine, mine right now, my go-to is a probably a grande because, you know, I'm trying to cut back a little bit. Grande ice, blonde vanilla latte, add vanilla sweet cream, cold foam on top, extra ice. People come with me for the extra ice, but I will always order extra ice. Nicklin, why? They already jip you out of your money by adding so much ice. I don't care. 
I like my drink cold. Like I will, I just can't drink. Well, buy some. Ask for a cup of ice on the side, so they at least give you a little bit more coffee. It's already five bucks for that grande. I know it is. It's, it's six, like, like six seventy-five. Dang for a grande? Yeah, it's, I think it's because I add all the stuff in. Yeah, it. the chai is expensive too yeah. when you get the grande. Uh, but if you get like a cold, I'm bird. gonna send you to a coffee place that should sponsor you, so you're not spending all your money on. Like twenty bucks Starbucks. a day just on Starbucks. No, I, I gotta start cover going Starbucks on? for two. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I there go to, are places. I go to coffee so much. There are places in town who could do that for you. You yeah. know. I do like Machacho's sure. coffees. I have been there, and mm. the mill is pretty good. I like the mill. The, the mill chai is good. I went and got chai the other the day. The spiced one. I get the spiced one too. Oh, it was so, so good. good. I didn't so, know what. So you, you should just go to those places and and ask. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh! Funniest thing ever. So I had coffee with Coach this morning, right? And so we're sitting in line. Also, not a morning person. So I'm sitting in line. Like, my eyes are barely open, whatever. And he's like, you, you think this girl's going to know me? I was like, yeah, Coach, probably. Like, she's probably going to know you, whatever. Just joking around. We get up there. She goes, you want your usual? I was like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And he thought that was, like, hilarious. And I was like, yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. Speaking of coach, I have this written down because someone asked, what is your, I have one in mind. Like I already know what my favorite coach cook memory is, but uh-huh. I want to know what y- your favorite is. Oh my goodness. There's so many. He's the funniest person ever. That I don't think a lot of people know that about coach it is like, they just see like the serious on the sideline, yeah. like, but he is a jokester. Like he oh, might so be, funny. we die laughing at him. Like he drops jokes. Yeah. Yeah. He's so fun. Like he laughs at his own jokes to the point where even if it wasn't funny, you still laugh. Like you have to laugh because you have him looking at you, saying something, and like belly, like belly laughing, like bent over belly laughing. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Okay, I'll go with my first, and then you okay. can pick one. So we always take a trip to China and Japan every four years. The whole team goes. Mm. And, you know, we, we always get on this big bus. We're waiting on the bus. Coach He's always late, you know, just like a little bit late, like a couple minutes. So we're waiting for coach. So we're all watching the door and, you know, we're waiting. Oh my goodness. We're waiting. We're just like waiting. We're like, okay, like where's coach, whatever. So we're watching and these are glass, big glass doors. Here comes coach. Bam. Straight into the glass door. Straight into it. Bounced back so far. And he played it off so short. He was like. Just like open the door. I came on the bus and acted like nothing happened. But our entire team was crying. We were laughing so hard and he was so embarrassed. But that has to be one of the funniest moments of my entire life was watching him walk into that door. And he like hates to be embarrassed. But that was so funny. That was so funny. I I am trying not to laugh out loud to that. (laughs) But inside I'm in tears. So funny. I'm in tears. That, uh, mark that. That's our clip for tomorrow. Like we have to, we have to share that clip. Tomorrow. He's just so cute. And I think about a couple years ago, we used to, we used to all stand on the when he would come out before games, we'd all stand in the like corner, and they'd play "Grinding All My Life" by Nipsey Hussle because Coach loved that song, and that was like one of the only songs he played practice. And we would go like this when you come out, and you could see he was trying to be so serious, but he would walk by us and be like. And then one day we stopped and he was like, so you guys aren't going to do that anymore? We were like, we can again if you want. And then we just kept doing it. But he was like, you're not going to do that. What song? Grinding All My Life by Nipsey Hussle. 
that is not where I thought uh, John Cook's playlist would be. It's not. It's, it's Pearl not. Jam. Yeah. Oh, Pearl Jam all the time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's a funny thing. Okay, so we'll be playing any type of song. What song was playing? It was like Chris Brown. I don't even know who it was. And we were like, Coach, who's playing right now? And he goes, Nipsey. We're like, no, like, how do you not know? That's not Nipsey. It's like, like anybody that's playing, and if you ask him who it is, he assumes automatically, like, oh, they're trying to quiz me. It's Nipsey. And you're like, yeah. Mm. Oh. He also loves Red Kingdom. Mm. Maybe that should be our intro song. Probably. Red Kingdom by Tech Nine. He played it when, like, one before practice, and he loved it. Like, he was belly laughing before mm-hmm. he played it. And it's like they played it for the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. It's like welcome to the yeah. red. Yeah. And so we'd play it all the time, and he loved it. Not like again. Not where I would expect Coach Cook. He'll he'll surprise you. Sometimes mm-hmm. he plays music at practice, and you're like, oh, Coach is playing music, and then like comes on, and you're like, oh, That's okay, fine. This is and then bad. other times it'll be like an Irish jig. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it's the most random playlist, like combined. And then he is. always asks, like, do you guys know who this is? It's usually like Pearl Jam or, yeah. or who else? Who else does he love? There's like one other band. I can't remember. I can't remember either. The best is when like someone else will be on Ox and they'll be playing something and he's like, what is this? I don't want to listen to this. Like, it's like he cares about the music. Like he wants to listen to something that he wants to listen to. Like he'll be like, turn this off. Get something else on. I don't want this on. And we're like. <laughs> See, now I have to come to practice just to hear what's being played. Yeah. We have like different days. Like <laughs> Where we choose what we get to play, but it's so funny. We'll like pick, and then coach will come down, and he'll just like plug his own phone in, and then he's like, yeah. "Music!" Like he yells like "Music!" because like someone has to turn it down when he's trying to talk, uh. and then like he doesn't realize that like he's on music. Yeah. So no one so can turn like it down. running towards yeah. the speaker. It's so funny. We'll play like Disney or something. Yeah. And he like walks down. He's like, "What is this? What is this?" And then he'll put on something else. Yeah. He I also- just <laughs> will warn him that you told the story. Okay. Because I don't we're gonna share it but yeah i don't He's, want him back i know he might be yeah <laughs> i'll give you a chance to we talked him. really good things about him before <laughs> and after so no. we told before one we told one bad story that's okay it's that's not so even funny. bad it's just funny nicklin take us out of here <sighs> thank you for joining us on 93.7 the ticket this is talking trash with nicklin hames and kenzie knuckles